You are now listening to Closer in Tech, the podcast created by the D2 Collective. This is Erica. And this is Nasty. The D2 Collective's vision is to make the tech world feel closer. This podcast aims to inspire you through the ever-changing world of tech. Meet Mohamed. Mohamed started his journey joining the world's largest student-run organization, ISEC, during his studies. After leading the marketing department for the Spanish chapter, he joined LinkedIn in 2017, where he worked as a territory manager for three years from their Dublin office. In 2018, while still at LinkedIn, he founded Educatly, with the mission to help advance the world accessibility to knowledge. He's an entrepreneur and world citizen, having lived in so many different countries, among which Spain, Ireland, Italy, and now uh, the UAE in Dubai. Welcome, Mohamed. Thank you so much, Erica. It's a pleasure to be with you. Yeah, very. Uh, I'm I'm so excited to be interviewing you, and just so many more people can know this story. So, can you tell us a bit more about yourself and your journey to founding uh, it, Capley? Very cool. Um, so, I mean, like, um, I hope uh, everyone is doing well, and all your audience are in a good <laughs> state. So, my name is Mohammed uh, Sumbati, and there's basically I'm from Egypt. Uh, three things that defined define me I'd, I'd like to associate myself with which is first almost is a believer and um, an entrepreneur and a world citizen so I kind of relate to these three words describe my life story um, so this is a little bit about myself and the, the journey to to fund or like found educately was starting with um, with a personal problem and I guess it's a problem that every student worldwide are facing when they're making one of the most critical decisions in their life, um, which is what and where to study, right? Such, such an important decision that literally impact your life forever afterwards. And it's quite hard to adjust or even a change later. So I had the same exact problem at certain point and um, my journey in finding my passion in the education that could help me to realize this passion was not uh, straightforward and hence Educately was born to help facilitate and help other people just have more transparent access to education that could really uh, talk to what they are aiming to achieve in life. That's amazing because you also studied in Italy, right? I remember well. Yeah, yeah. so I did master in Italy. Yeah, so you also had a bit of a... Um, uh, but you did your bachelor in Egypt, right? That's right. I'm an, I'm an engineer by profession, but, but then I didn't find my passion in engineering, but... Yeah, so I did my master in management um, in in Politecnico in Italy, which was a very transformational experience to me. Basically, it just added up to a lot of who I am today. Yeah, yeah, that that's amazing, and I I can totally resonate when you said, "Oh, we we like education and just deciding where to study, what to do." It's one of the biggest decision, and. It comes, of course, with a lot of thought. What am I going to do? And it's really hard to know sometimes because, of course, you're making the best choice you can with the tools you have. And right. sometimes the tools are not enough because if I can share a bit of my story. So I studied in, in Milan at Bocconi University, which right. was it's a great international university. But, I mean, I'm from Milan, so it was my hometown. Uh, and looking back, now that I know the things that I know now, I wish I'd moved abroad for my studies. I wish I'd gone somewhere else. Like there's so many, like for example, free universities around Europe. And I didn't even know about that. So I was really um, kind of limited to what I thought it was possible uh, back in Italy, um, right. back in Milan even, you know. So I really 
I really miss that kind of international perspective that came later in time. Um, so yeah, so when looking back, I think I, I could have done a, I could have made a different decision, but then I also made the best I could with the tools I had. Right. Um, so just connecting to that, what do you think the role is the role of education in today's society? Right. That's a, a very um, important and also complex question, but I try to like reflect with you on what is the role of education. So I think education shapes who we are, right? And so we are the product of what we study or what we learn during our life journey. So you, you remember there's this important quote that says, um, your, your ideas shapes your thoughts and then your thoughts shapes your behavior and then your behavior shapes your habits and your habits are who you are basically. So it all starts with your ideas and the ideas is, is usually some sort of education, whether it's structured one that you take through normal like degrees and courses and so on and so forth, or other sort of learning journeys that you just go through in life by meeting other people or exposing yourself to a different type of experiences. So I think the definition of education is just not limited to a classroom sort of education, but more a broad concept. And, and the role of this is just shaping better versions of us as human beings and help to tie us to what we are truly passionate and connected to. And hence, we could play a better role to just leave the places we are in better than we just the way we found it. So fundamentally, education is the core of development for any society, starting from just one individual going to the, to the mass. So it's just who we are, education, basically. I, I love this definition because it truly resonates with what I feel my mission is, um, which is, I always say, like, my mission is to connect people to live a bit of a better world, you know, like a, to live the world just a bit better of what I found it or, you know, just just to kind of help out this development that you were mentioning. So yeah. impact plays such a huge part of the person I am today. And I think also for you, it's kind of something that I can see as a, something we have in common for sure. And among the things we have in common, there's not just LinkedIn and just this, but I'd say we were also part of Isaac, yeah. which I think it's a thing that uh, really changes uh, your life. Like um, I've been part of Isaac and it has had a great impact on my development not only as a professional, uh, because I learned so much when I was very young and studying. We are like Isaac, like runs entire, like it, it functions as a, as a company, you know, and you function right. your team as a manager. And, and you do that when you're like in your early 20s, which is so impactful for kind of learning to have ownership, accountability and so on. Um, but Isaac also something that did for my personal development was inspire like isaac inspires leaders to step up and lead by example so right. how much did that isaac journey helped you in building educately yeah well i, I agree with you 100 isaac was definitely a milestone in my life and i think the impact of this organization in myself and a lot of other people in my team because you end up actually connecting with people that you can start building great things together is, is shaping a lot of what we do today at educately uh, fundamentally, what really um, was very transformational for me within my ISIC experience is the learning by doing that you're saying. And the second part is just um, the ability to move out of your comfort zone in this early stage of your life, um, whether you're working in international teams or you're moving abroad for this type of internships that the organization offers, you start most importantly realizing 
more about yourself. So when you realize more about yourself, it the first question is like, what do you like, what do you don't like? And then you start literally connect with the things that you appreciate and as an individual and what you're truly passionate about. And, and this is for me a starting point. It's like a reset, that moment when you start realizing what you truly appreciate and what you're passionate about, that moment to discover your passion is a reset point of your life. No matter where do we, where do you do that or when in your stage of life, is this isn't going to be when you're so young, that's fantastic. Or even if you do it, some people reach it quite late. But it's never too late, I would say. But it's a resetting point when you know what you are after in life. And ISIC helped us to realize this by the self-awareness and the exposures to get um, this ability to understand what is our passion. And for me, that that was a realization toward what we're building in Educately. Help to advance, to help advance the world accessibility to knowledge is I consider my mission in life. Uh, and this is something I realized from my ISIC experience when I moved abroad being like in 20, 20 years old or a little bit younger, uh, I start realizing this and hence Educate is just a manifestation of this mission. Yeah, I, I can, um, yeah, I very similar realization. Thanks to Isaac. And for me, it was just so special because, yeah, because there was like this huge group of like very diverse individuals and just the fact of belonging, like the belonging piece was so important that you were belonging no matter like the differences and you were belonging not just to your chapter or to your like national chapter. So for example, for me it was Milan and then it was Italy, uh, but also like when traveling abroad, every time I met someone that was part of Isaac, I knew I could connect because we had the same values. And this for me, like, it's just, it's something that, yeah, it was extremely special. Um, you touched upon accessibility. And I think this is like a very hot topic nowadays because access to learning like one of the things that i was mentioning before that for example i didn't know that things were there were there was more so just the access to the knowledge that we have today it's great but we also need like to help like navigate like help people navigate this access to knowledge that there is because it's of course we're overwhelmed by all the knowledge that's there and still like my question is how can we ensure that everyone regardless of their socioeconomic background has access to quality education today very important. Thank you for that question. Because I think it's, it's quite important, as you said, it's not lack of knowledge that we face in, in our today's world, but actually how do we access this knowledge? Um, and social economic changes and diversity in the social economic dimensions we're living in, in the world today is definitely bringing an extra challenge in, in how we access or how we make education accessible to more people. I'll give you a very simple story. Like we was something that we are proud of in Educately recently in the last, um, I think in the last six months to a little bit further, we, we partner with, um, with a financing organizations that help people and help students just access education and, and overcome the barrier of the, their ability to afford this type of education. So recently we were sending students that are sitting out of South Sudan, Yemen, and unprivileged uh, areas, Kenya, Nigeria, to some of the most prestigious and like um, quality education in the US without the need to have to pay anything. So they basically, yes, they, they take the chance to get themselves up and, and um, probably back up their, their degrees and the careers, and, and later they could pay for that. And, and this is for me, it's some sort of accessibility. So if you think about it, if I'm sitting out of now, if I'm comparing like South Sudan, it's an area of conflict. Uh, probably 
I wouldn't know that there is such an opportunity, right? <laughs> and this opportunity could just talk, take me out to a, a university with a, a very good ranked one uh, where I got I got a, a very quality education that later on can contribute in shaping a very different career for me and my family, right? So it's not about lacking of the opportunity. It's just about how to position these opportunities to the right people in the right timing. And that's what, what it means, accessibility. So for us, to be able to enable this accessibility is, is truly to talk to how people are connected today and people are connected digitally. And that's why our mission is to digitally map and integrate the world education ecosystem together because we believe it's, it's when we are able to facilitate this in this digital environment, then we can give more accessibility to people that is needing uh, this type of knowledge. So yeah, that's a bit. Thank you very much for your answer. Um, very insightful and it connects a bit to a conversation I had with Gary, always on this podcast. Um, um, Gary is also next LinkedIn, maybe you're familiar with him and uh, it talks about social mobility. So it's something that um, of course it's very, it's very, everything is very connected that I'm, I'm very happy that those are becoming top of mind topics because before like the privilege was just also the accessibility to those topics was just limited to a very, um, restricted group of people and wow. now we're where we're, there's a change in that and technology has changed of course the way we teach and learn so my question is more like now it's a bit more broad and kind of taking a step back but what does the future of education look like according to you and mm. in what way has technology changed the way that we teach and learn right well, you, you, you know, like recent uh, events in a global dimension, including like COVID and other sort of um, global events that happen, have actually started to reshape a little bit the way people are actually receiving education in terms of at least the simplest of this is um, online versus on-campus or hybrid sort of education models. So the rise of uh, online learning is definitely something to continue. And that, that gives more accessibility to people. Right. So um, I could be anywhere, but I'm getting the same exact quality of education that someone getting at in Harvard, for example. And that's very important. I think it will continue to happen. Um, another thing from the future of education part, I believe it's um, it's going to be about personalization. So um, we are education ecosystem globally are built in a little bit of a legacy infrastructure. So it's almost the same curriculum has been there for ages. And that's not to continue. I'm, I'm sure at a certain point that has to change and we'll have a bit of personalization in the education journeys and the learning journeys people are living. So we could be in the same class, but we, we have different capabilities, different skill set and different aspirations. Hence, we should not receive the same pace of education. Um, and, and I believe personalization is definitely will tap a lot into the future of education. And lastly, the last part that I guess would also shape a bit of the future of education is going to be um, the the skills uh, the skills we learn and, and most importantly is the human skills. I think I think we get a lot um, advanced in the soft and hard skills of things, and it's time to start realizing the importance of human skills and how we get together, how how we feel empathy about other people, embedding values from the early stages of uh, our educational journeys. So those type of uh, human skills are going to be evolving for sure, just to, to keep the world better than we found it, as you said at the beginning. Yeah, um, I love it. So it's a full circle interview because we're coming really to that point. And I, I, I totally agree. So something that we see, of course, also in the, more in the tech world and in the tech industry for like hiring and recruiting trends. 
is wow. a more hiring for skills and attitude rather than um yeah just a degree of course so right. it's got it, i think everything is going to come together because also like for education um yeah universities and and so on and so forth like it's not just going to be the name or what you're doing but also like what you're actually learning and what person you're becoming so i i totally agree with you on that last point so okay. thank you so much for being here with us today i have just one last question if someone wants to connect with you and as more follow-up questions or just to connect where they can do that absolutely uh definitely linkedin you know uh, being an ex-linkedin <laughs> i use linkedin a lot or of course like um you can reach in, in any of my social networks uh linkedin is the best um thank and thank you so much erica i really enjoyed it like some insightful conversation in the morning and i appreciate your audience and i hope that was uh, at value for them yeah absolutely thank you so thank you for listening to closer in tech a podcast created by the d2 collective we are on a mission to make the tech world feel closer if you're new here the d2 collective is a global value-based membership community for those working in tech our members get access to a growing network of inspiring and talented individuals, regular meetups in the major European cities, and additional content to unlock their personal and professional growth. If you want to be part of it, head to the d2collective.community.